Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is a creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the Philippe Matthews Show. Excited today, absolutely stoked out of my mind. Have one of the most beautiful uh, actors, actresses, and newly uh, producer, writer, and filmmaker, uh, Ebony Lewis, on the phone with me today. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing good. It's glad to be. Glad to be on, on the line with you today. I'm excited. Thank you. That's a wonderful introduction. <laughs> you, you got it. You got it. You deserve it. Uh, you deserve to be excited uh, because uh, you're blowing up, as they say, or blow up and, uh, <laughs> and 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 you you have created uh, something that a lot of the uh, major networks have, uh, and, and and some major filmmakers have decided to do, and that is to take uh, their film, their vision, their script into their own hands and rather go through all the, the, the problems uh, and challenges of finding a, a film distribution center, uh, you decided mm-hmm. to put it on YouTube. Uh, we're talking, of course, about her latest uh, project called Truth Unspoken. It's an incredible web series, guys. You've got to go check this out. Talk to me, Ebony, about Truth Unspoken. What is it about? And then we'll get into some more of the deeper details of how you came, to, came about it and all of that. Sure, yeah, Truth Unspoken is about love, everybody. It's about love, uh, something that we all know about, something that we all want. Um, It's about a relationship on how a man wants to marry his woman, and then he finds out that, um, you know, she's been less than truthful to him. So he goes to confront her, and he finds out more than what he could ever imagine. But the twist on it is she's not the only one with a secret. He has one, too. And as the series unfolds, because there's 13 episodes now, we okay. I bring in the topic of interracial dating. We touch on dating men with children. We touch on um, abstinence. We touch on just just what you know people are going through these days. So it's 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 life in a great new age soap opera with suspense in webisodes. So they're quick, they're fun, they're easy to follow, and um, yeah, that's what I wanted to create. Just some well, great content. I tell content. you, I, I, I watched. Uh, you, I think you released three of the uh, three of the uh, current series, and I've watched all yeah. three. And mm-hmm. each one keeps me on the edge of my seat. I mean, you really have this suspense thing down. I mean, it's really, really good. Where Thank did you, you. Get, Thank where did you. you. You're welcome. Where did you learn how to write? Uh, and and produce and direct suspense because there's a certain level of editing and a certain level of writing that 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 uh, is entailed with that. Where did you learn that? Yeah, suspense is definitely more of a challenge of writing. Um, I did not learn how to write it. How I learned how to write it is because I actually like suspense, so I just 
wrote and, and, and when I felt like I was in suspense, I know that the viewers will feel like they're in suspense. Now, if I'm in suspense and I know what I'm writing and I know where the story's going and I'm still in suspense, how much more will the viewers feel? So that's how I took it. I trust, I trust my instinct. I trust my writing. Um, I learned from a teacher named Ella Thier in New York City. And um, I learned, uh, I took some of her classes in 2007, 2008, 2009. And um, so she gave me the, the, the necessary skills of structure, which is very important when you're writing a script. Um, but, the, but the whole suspense thing is kind of my niche. I'm still um, developing it. And, um, but, you know, I, from what I hear, you know, I pretty much have it right now, but I want more of it. So continue watching and you, you're going to, it's going to all unfold. So, yeah. Oh, boy, I can't wait. I'm, I'm, I'm just like on, on bated breath and, and it's like, whoa, this is really, really good. So let's, let's talk about a little bit of that background. Where are you from originally? Originally, I'm from the North Bronx, North Bronx, New York. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And um What kind of family? Yeah. Uh, where we uh, you know, a big family, small family? I have a big family. I have lots of brothers and sisters. Uh, my mom actually is from London, England, and my dad is from the Caribbean. And uh yeah, so you know, there's there's a, there's, there's a few of us. So that's uh, the thing that good looks from, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell them that you said that. And, uh, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> now, you have a dual citizenship, is that right? I do, yeah, I do, because, yeah, for my mom, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That is awesome. How often do you get up to the U.K.? Not as often as I would like to, but that's that's going to change. That's going to change, because uh, Truth and Spoken is actually um, growing out there as well, so I'm going to have to visit really soon and... Uh, do something out there with them. Oh, that's fantastic. Let me know when you do so we can get you on the phone over there and do an interview while you're right there in the UK. That'd be fantastic. Definitely will. Definitely. Yeah. Will. So, so where did this, uh, here you are, a little girl, uh, living in the Bronx, uh, uh, with a big family. Where did the love for film, uh, and writing and all of this creativity come from? Because I know you did some modeling, uh, prior to, uh, your career in, in filmmaking. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, well, it came from it came from a very young age. When I was uh, probably about ten or eleven, I was fascinated by uh, VHS movies, and um, you know, you remember VHS stuff before we Absolutely. had the DVD. <laughs> but uh, DVDs were just you know coming out. But um, yeah, so um, I, I had all these different VHS movies of all different um, dramas, urban dramas, black dramas, uh, history, some action movies, and so on and so forth. So I, I used to watch them religiously. And then after I would, after I watched them, I would, of course, when you're a kid, your imagination is just so huge, and it's good to keep that as an, as an adult. Um, but I would think, like, if I was to make a movie, this is what I would do, and I would do this, and I would do that, and I would act out the characters. And in my mirror in my living room, we had, oh, <clears throat> we had a wall, excuse me, that was full. It was just full mirror, a whole huge wall of wall-to-wall mirror, and I would act, I would act it out. So oh, I that's, awesome. that's where my love was sparked, yeah, at a young age. Yeah. How did, you, how did your parents uh, feel about your uh, filmmaking debut? 
they loved it. They loved it. Uh, my number one supporters, um, they knew that I had something, you know, that type of a niche in me uh, from a young age. Even when I went to finance, you know, I was making good money, but it wasn't where I wanted to be. So when I mm-hmm. left, they totally supported me. You know, I had some family members that thought I was crazy, you know, and rightfully <laughs> so. But, uh, you know, my, my parents always supported me. Uh, when did you uh, when did you get so serious that uh, you decided to quit your job and move to the land of Lala to Los Angeles, Cali, uh, and uh, start uh, seriously uh, working uh, as an actress? When did when, when did that start for you? Well, I I'm still in New York. I'm still based in New York. I haven't made that move to La La Land yet, um, but I do visit often. Um, but um, I would say that I took a very, very big risk because before, before it even happened for me at all, I left finance. So it was like this or nothing. Mm. Yeah. That's huge. Now, I wouldn't recommend that to people unless you're sold out about this. Because if you're not, you could be making a big mistake because it wasn't easy at first at all. A lot of rejection, as they say. Is that correct? Yeah, a lot of rejection. Um, just, you know... You're out there. You, you, you're, 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 you know, doing some work, but it's not consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just it's hard. And if you don't really love what you're doing, you're not gonna last. So, but well, what you, I did, you, you I did just totally pretty, left. <laughs> you did pretty well. I mean, you did. Uh, uh, you had uh, some appearances on uh, uh, SNL. Yep. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, the, Fug- yeah. the Fugitive Chronicles, uh, Law and Order, huge, right? Well, yeah, I got yeah, I was blessed to get uh, you know uh, some great opportunities. Definitely blessed to get some great opportunities. And um, like I said, I was one of the ones that were you know this is what I was going to do, and that's it. So, so you know, the hard times didn't shake me. Yeah, mean, mm, that's hey, good. Yeah, and you that's know, and so those opportunities came, and more opportunities came, and more on the way. So I'm very excited. You know, they say for every uh, one booking that you get, uh, uh, you had to go through 20 rejections uh, and 20 freebies uh, to get there. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, lots that whole of freebies. <laughs> lots of freebies, yeah. I mean, especially if you want to build a reel, you know, I would say, yeah, the best thing to do is if you're trying to build, <clears throat> build a reel, sometimes, yeah, you are going to have to do it for free, but just make sure you're working with someone that does quality work. You yeah, people who are you know, seriously serious, such as yourself, is that right? Right, and does quality, you know, the outcome is quality. Quality, right. you know, quality is quality, and everyone knows it. Like, oh, yeah, this is good quality, or no, this is crap, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, what camera did they use, you know what I mean? <laughs> so if you're going to work for free, <clears throat> just, be, just be smart about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But me, I've, I've been there, I've done that many times. I've worked in front of the camera and behind the camera for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. Uh, well, obviously you honed your craft by working with many different people uh, behind the scenes. How did you uh, develop your your cast? Because uh, it's an incredible cast. Oh my cast! Okay, well, thank you. They are great people, great talents, very professional. Um, I developed my the cast of the first three episodes through casting. Um, pretty much, I put uh, some casting, <clears throat> um, like you know, just 
to to New York Casting Networks. I mm-hmm. put some castings on like Craigslist, and I put it out there because I wanted it to be from the foundation. I wanted it to be professional because I believe if, if it's professional from the foundation, it, it will last and that mm-hmm. will you know mm-hmm. flow through. So that's how I did it. Uh, most of them most of them are cast through auditions. Um, someone I knew knew Kenya Hill. She was on um, America's Next Top Model, and mm-hmm. um, she hadn't done any any acting, but I heard she was in acting school and so on and so forth. So um, they introduced me to her, and she was a great fit. Um, and uh, the guy who plays the lead, Christopher Howard, he had done some things with uh, BET. He was ho- like a host for about a year for, for one of the BET shows. And he mm-hmm. was just an incredible talent. And he actually came in and auditioned. He did great. So yeah, that's how I came up with it. And now for the for the next ten episodes, um, you know, there's just like great talent such as uh, Tobias Trevelone. You've seen him on uh, One Life to Live, Brooklyn mm-hmm. Finest, uh, Blue Bloods now, and you know his his uh, credits go on. Um, I actually we we were actually friends, so he knew what I was doing. And Tobias, you know, he's always working. You know, he. he He's always doing something, even if it's independent or whatever. He's he he saw the first three episodes and he was down from that time. He was like, sure, put me in. Um, Lyris Cross is also a great actress, always working, does wonderful work. Um, she, I knew Lyris from um, co-producing a short that she actually starred in, and um, we spoke again. She was doing some stand-in work for uh, Queen Latifah, and we spoke. Again, and this was a couple of years ago, and I was like, yeah, you know, if I do something, do you want to be in it? She's like, yeah. So, you know, she was in it. Who else do we have in there? Oh, uh, Ty Hodges from L.A. Um, Ty I was actually introduced from Ty Hodges um, from, from a man named Martin uh, who writes for, um, for, writes for Rolling Out. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, you got to meet Ty. So we met up in Starbucks, had some coffee, and I met him right before we started shooting, and I wrote him in. And, you know, and, and it just it just goes on. Everyone is just phenomenal in it. You know, Tonda Mercer is also an upcoming actress that, you know, she's just great at what she does. Everyone mm-hmm. in there are, are, is just, like, really, really great actors. This is incredible. So when did you start noodling the idea for Truth Unspoken? I mean, when did you start writing it, and when did you say, okay, this is it, it's complete, I'm ready to start filming? Well, like, again, like, we had shot three episodes before, like, even, it was a few years ago. And my plan, actually, it was a short film that I took all over, and and festivals all over, and it did so well. So I said, you know what, let me see how it's going to do on the net where, you know, people could see it in Asia and Taiwan and Mm -hmm. Germany Mm -hmm. and France, and they are viewing it actually from those countries. And uh, it did did good. So, um, you know, the feedback was just amazing. So I was going to leave it at at three episodes, Felipe, but – the audience wouldn't let me. <laughs> they no, wouldn't let nice. me. So I started nice. writing it again in like 2010, was it? Or mm-hmm. the end of 2010, early 2011. And I, I was like, oh, I gotta just finish this up because I was ready to just move on. Um, but I, I went ahead, I finished it up, did the whole process again, the casting, got my crew together, 
um, which is a wonderful let's, crew. My director, let's talk about Harry. That crew. Let's talk about that. How did you find uh, your crew and 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 develop the rapport? Because I mean, it's the way the film flows. Uh, it feels as if you really, really uh, are in control of this football team, uh, and yeah. everybody is best of friends, and everybody is uh, in the corner uh, fighting for. Uh, doing the very best for this film. I mean, it's really an awesome uh, cast and crew that you put together. How did you How did you come about uh, your crew? Thank you. Yeah, my crew was awesome. I like to have the vibe on my set of family. You know, I'm when I'm on set, I'm a very calm director. Um, you know, and I, I like that sense of calmness and order, and I don't like confusion, which is kind of, you know, hard to stop that from going on, but I, I do my best, and my team does it as well, because, of course, again, it flows from the head, and if they see me all calm and stuff, they're not going to be like, oh, you know, yelling at me, because mm -hmm. I, I just don't mm -hmm. like that type of a set. So um, my director of photography, Harry Cardiotis, I actually worked with him um, in 2008 for a feature that I had produced, and I was assistant directing it. And he was so good. I saw, like, a trailer that he did, and I saw some of his footage, and I was like, listen, I'm going to work with you one day. He was like, all right. <laughs> so a year later, we shot the the, the beginning of Truth Unspoken. And uh, and then, you know, I just I had to take to Craigslist for my for my other crew. Um, but, you know, I, I there were some PAs that I, I knew uh, and that I brought on and then some gaffers and some grips, but, um, you know, I had to really take to um, Craigslist for my uh, assistant director, my second assistant director, and, uh, and you know, I interviewed them just like how I auditioned the cast and, and just went with personalities that I know were slow, and that's just really important, you know. That's the skeleton of, of the movie, is, you know, of, is a great uh, crew of people that know what they're doing. Absolutely. And um, yeah, so that's that's where my crew came from. Now, uh, the for for the people who are listening uh, and haven't seen it yet, uh, I want to let people know that each uh, episode is roughly anywhere from eight to maybe fifteen minutes in length. Uh, and so you didn't make it each one long, uh, but you made it just digestible where it feels like it's long uh, in the yeah. sense of it's so much uh, information in there uh, and so much emotion uh, in each scene. Uh, was that something that you decided to do is to uh, keep it keep it short and, 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 and powerful for the end user when they watch it, they get enthralled with it? Was that part of your intention? Totally. 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 When I When I cut... Um, the episode, I cut it out of part that makes them want more. And it's like through the whole episode, people are wanting more. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so it's just, yeah, but I, I, that's, what I, that's what I did. That's part of the suspense, and that's, you know, part of what I specialize in, and that's what makes Truth Unspoken really unique. How do people get to, what do people go, where do people go to, uh, to see the, uh, uh, the, uh, webisode? To see Truth Unspoken, you go to you can go right there to YouTube and type in Truth Unspoken web series. And if you type in Truth Unspoken and not Unspoken Truth, it will come up. And we are we are we are uh, YouTube partners now, so we are distinct distinguished in our look. Where all episodes are uh, a picture of the the movie poster. 
I mean the webisode poster is with all our episodes, so you could you can't miss us. Also, you can go to uh, uh, truthunspoken.com and uh, you could view the first three episodes there as well. But once you go to YouTube, I'm telling you, if you could please subscribe, please share it on your Facebook wall. Absolutely. Follow us on Twitter. We're at truthunspokenws. Again, that's truthunspokenws on Twitter. And uh, share it, share it with everyone because uh, I want this to really get out there and be real popular. Hopefully, it can be on TV one day. Absolutely. We're, well, the Sweet Matthew Show is definitely going to rain on it. So uh, when we send it out, we're going to make some. We're, we're going to make a little noise with it. Uh, and uh, you also have, like, for people who want to know a little bit more behind the scenes, you also have a Facebook group. Is that right? Yeah, we have a Facebook group. Yes, we do. Just go right there to Truth Unspoken Web Series, and the Facebook group will definitely come up. We have over 4,000 people a part of it right now and uh, waiting, and everyone's excited. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, the other thing I love about uh, this film uh, and the series is the music. Uh, oh, the music. Yeah. The music was absolutely incredible. I was, you know, banging and bumping the whole time through. Uh, who, 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 uh, where, where did you get the music from and who scored the, uh, who scored the film? Well, yeah, the music, yep, the music is very, very, very important to me. I am a musician and grew up loving music. And, you play drums um, and percussions, too, is that right? I do, I do play drums and percussion. So it's like, you know, I'm always looking at that and always, she you know, we look at that. I'm getting ready to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, you know, growing up and being a musician on the side, you know, I played for my church and, you know, some different bands and stuff like that. Um, I have lots of friends who are producers and doing really well. I mean, touring with the best of them. And so I reached out to them. And they're like my brothers, seriously. And I reached out to them. I'm like, listen, I'm doing a movie. I wrote, <clears throat> I wrote this and that. And they've actually worked with me on a few plays that I did in, in uh, like, you know, 2000, 2001. So they knew I knew how to write. And they they did some music or did some music arrangement for the plays that I did. So when I came back to them, and this is after, you know, I was doing some acting. And then I'm like, listen, here, I got this that I wrote. They were totally down, totally a part of it. The, the first three episodes were scored by a young man who was like my brother, Michael <clears throat> Michael Frith. He did that, and he's just an amazing producer. Um, grew up together, played music uh, together also from the church and in <clears throat> excuse me other bands. So yeah, he did he did that. So everything was very very to the scene and very um, you know. It's sculpted and crafted just for just for the series. Um, I also worked with a great producer named Christopher Morgan, who who tours with the best of them, such as Angie Stone, uh, uh, Maxwell, John Legend, who like everyone. Um, also, a great singer by the name of for these brand new episodes. Um, uh, there's a producer by the name of Mike. Chief, or he calls himself Chief Hits. He's done some great work on there. Xavier Lewis, a singer out of Atlanta, done really great work on there. You'll hear him all throughout the series. Um, yeah, those are the people who I've worked for. I mean, that's, worked for. Those are the people who I worked with. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, here, here you are, uh, a young black woman that is uh, in control, in charge, self-empowered, 
uh, self-employed, and uh, you are truly a role model for a lot of young women who uh, want to develop their own destiny uh, and identity. Uh, what uh, advice uh, would you give uh, the young people, uh, both uh, girls and boys, but particularly uh, young black girls, uh, who uh, look to you and say, wow, I really want to do that one day. What, what advice would you give to them? Awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. That's really nice of you to say. Um, I'm actually a mentor, and I really do believe in sculpting young people to go follow their dreams. Um, I believe the dreams should be realistic in, in, in the sense of, like, if you can't sing, please don't say you want to be a singer. You know, it has to be, like, in what, with what you want to do mm-hmm. and, like, with, with what you're good at. So if you are good at writing, if you're good at acting, if you're good at sewing or designing, if you're good at in sports, if you're good at, um, you know, singing, if you're anything that you're good at, if you're good at makeup, doing hair, I would say go and follow your dreams. Do what you love. We live in a world right now where that is not looked down upon anymore. Women are just not supposed to be in the house anymore. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and Absolutely. and. and or just nurses or teachers or so, so no, you know, the world is your oyster. And once you believe in yourself and have faith in, in God, you could do anything that you want to do. So I would say learn your craft, learn what you want to do, know that you are good at it and then you, you're going to want to learn it and then um, go out there and do it. And once you start doing it, it's so amazing how opportunities just come your way. It's like your gift kind of makes room for you. It does make room for you. It, it, once you start doing what you're good at, there's opportunities that's going to come your way. It may not come that. when you're ready or whatever, but but right. they, they, they'll come your way. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, so definitely to all young people, men and women alike, uh, work really hard, believe in yourself, surround, your, surround yourself around people who believe in you because, you could believe in yourself, but if you're with a bunch of people who are dream killers, your dream is probably going to die, too. And that's Let's talk how about it is. that because that is a reality of anyone going to the top uh, and uh, on their own ascension program, if you will. Let's talk about uh, the reality of the haters. How do you deal with uh, the haters of people who are looking at you and just 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 plain old haterade, just drinking it down, chugging, lugging it, just sending it all your way? <laughs> How, how do you deal with that, and how would you convey that message to young people? With the haters, I, I act like they don't even exist. I'm nice to my haters. You know, I smile in their face. I mean, I don't know of much right now. I knew when I first started and before Truth Unspoken came out, and a lot of people, like, in in the independent um, circle, um, over there in New York, they were like, who's this girl? Who does she think she is? Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but they didn't know that I had done three plays prior to that. They didn't know that I or did, um, that I interned at BET and knew a lot of a lot of people, you know, behind the scenes of it and learned a lot behind the scenes of it. They didn't know that I worked for free doing um, 
in these independent films as producers and first ADs. They didn't know any of that. All they knew was that, oh, this girl named Ebony, who I've probably seen around, is doing Truth <laughs> Unspoken, this movie thing that she's doing. Oh, my goodness, like I hate, like I hate mail. But you know what? To every one little hater, there were like 500 people that loved me. So I just... You know, some of them I just left alone. You know, some some of my friends would come back to me and say, you know, all oh, these people were talking about you and, and saying this and saying that and all that. And I left it alone because when mm-hmm. we did the premiere, Felipe, when we did the premiere, okay, and there was no room for people to even move in a very popular uh, nightclub in New York City, the heart of, heart of New York City, people could not even move in there. It was and it was. Upstairs and downstairs, packed, beautiful place. And yeah, when people incredible. saw it and was captivated, no one had nothing else to say. Everybody shut up. I was getting apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting, uh, you know, I was getting. It was just like everything just. They, you know? As they say, when you when you when you start to uh, truly ascend to your success, you know, uh, you get a lot of lipstick on your cheeks because a lot of people are kissing that ass. That's all right. Yeah, you know, exactly. And then it's funny because the people, and it's funny because the people, and I didn't know this would happen so quick because it's not like I have a license deal yet, which I'm working on that. But uh, (laughs) the people, the the people that that, that spoke the most hate, they're not even around anymore. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. They're not even around anymore. They tried to do what I did and couldn't, couldn't, you know. I don't know. You know, you just don't touch who God bless. That's all I have to say. You know, I don't want to bother people. Say that again, Ebony. Say that again. Don't touch who God bless. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's awesome. That's the worst thing you could do, you know. So, yeah, so that's, yeah, so besides that, now these days I don't even know if I have haters anymore. I mean, I probably have some people that probably wonder how I'm doing it or, or wonder, like, oh, man, where's she going to go and watching me? And I'm glad about that. And uh, I plan to go straight to the top. Absolutely. We'll be right there with you, my dear. Now, uh, something uh, people don't know or might need to know is that you also have uh, a video blog. I do. Yeah, I do. I've done my research, darling. You know, this is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wherever you are right now, after you've watched Truth Truth Unspoken, definitely check out my blog. They're very, very uh, interesting. And I I talk about the times, you know, and what's going on. And I really, that's that's, that's a blog where I just feel like, you know, freedom of speech. I I speak my mind. And, uh, of course, it's, everything is done in decency, you know. Of course. Um, I love what you said about, you know, uh, uh, the death of Whitney Houston. Also, what you recently said about Bobby Christina, and, and, and it's very positive, very uplifting, uh, but it's also very truthful. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I try to, to, to say the truth, period, because the truth will set anyone free. And once you say the truth, you're free, you know. And and I believe, you know, a lot of the comments that you read, yeah, that that one with Whitney Houston got about what twenty thousand hits, mm-hmm. in, in like three days, and it was like with that one, people were like, oh, you're so right, you know. So if you if everyone that's listening right now wants to check it out, just go to YouTube and uh, type in Ebony J Lewis. Just type in my name, and uh, my channel will come up. My channel is Ebony J Lewis. 
All right. And, well, and check out my blog. Definitely check, check out my out blog. And check out that video blog. I mean, you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff to check out. Uh, a lot of good good content. Uh, but uh, truth unspoken, the 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 film, the webisode, uh, it's it's a must see. So go to YouTube, type in Truth Unspoken. Uh, that'll pop up. Also, if you want to check her out on her v or her uh, vlog, you want to go to Emily J. Lewis. Uh, type that into uh, uh, YouTube. Don't forget uh, the Facebook group, Truth Unspoken, and of course Twitter. Who you know, just just go into Google and type in Ebony J. Lewis. Her Twitter account will come up. Make sure that you follow her on there. We're going to continue to follow and support you. And I just want to say thank you for you know taking the time out of your busy schedule, coming on the show and talking with me. Uh, I'd love to pleasure. invite you back. Thank you. I'd love to invite you back when you're doing more things and whatever you decide to do or whenever you want to absolutely. do it. Absolutely. I want you on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And um, I know you're going to enjoy Truth Unspoken. Go there now. The first three episodes are up. They're, 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 they're great episodes. We'll keep you captivated. They're quick. You can watch them at work. You can watch them before you go to your bed or even when you wake up in the morning. Go check it out. All right. Love you, my dear. God bless. And I will talk Love to you, you soon. Felipe. God bless you, too, my brother. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right, then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.